As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we're stopping in at Wonder Wharf with the Bob's Burgers movie. wave your arms all over the place while falling into the hole because if so you nailed it yes it all went great sister please i'd like to report on oh. a thing happened what do we do ideas go oh oh what's this thing no, no, no. Ah! Oh. i'm so nervous i know can you believe it Uh-oh. oh no This is getting awkward. Son of a butt! The Belchers try to save the restaurant from closing as a sinkhole forms in front of it, while the kids try to solve a mystery that could save their family's restaurant. Written by the team of Lauren Bouchard and Nora Smith, and directed by Lauren Bouchard and Bernard Derriman, the Bob's Burger movie stars H. John Benjamin as Bob Belcher, Kristen Schaal as Louise Belcher, Dan Mintz as Tina Belcher, John Roberts as Linda Belcher, Eugene Merman as Gene Belcher, and features David Wayne, Zach Galifianakis, Kevin Klein, Gary Cole, Paul F. Tompkins, and Nick Kroll. Well, Bob's Burgers is about to start its 13th season this upcoming September, and they released a movie hot off the take of season 12. Bob's Burgers is about a family that owns, operates, and lives above a burger restaurant in an unnamed seaside town and the hijinks that each family member gets into. If you haven't watched by now, you must purposely be avoiding it, and I cannot help you. Week after week, the Belchers have been enduring a ton of shenanigans, often wrapped up in a nice bow after 22 minutes. This 102-minute film comes across and feels just like a longer episode. While there is a bit more money thrown in with voice cameos and a few scenes that come across almost as 3D, the Bob's Burgers movie is what animated shows should aim for when they decide to make a movie. It fits the theme of the show, it doesn't go way beyond what the series has become, and it features a ton of fan favorites without watering down the plot. Story-wise, it's similar to what we've seen a few times throughout the series thus far. Bob and Linda are financially struggling and need to experience crazy success in order to pay their bills. Additional struggle happens in the form of a sinkhole in this episode, and it's up to the wacky Belchers to find a way to make their payments. It's a plot that's been done a number of times, but for some reason, it doesn't sound so bad from the soothing voice of H. John Benjamin, a.k.a. Bob Belcher, a.k.a. Can of Vegetables from Wet Hot American Summer, a.k.a. Sterling Archer. Uh, pretty sure you just answered your own question. Acting-wise, it's what you've come to expect from the show. Series regulars like Sarah Silverman, Aziz Ansari, Jordan Peele, and Jenny Slate all pop up, albeit 
albeit for a line or two each, while not relying on major actors playing major roles. The charm stays within the movie without overshadowing those that make the series work week after week. Musically, it's the same as the show. Catchy jingles, ridiculous music numbers, all tied into the movie, make it a bit of a dance-slash-sing-along. Plus, it's hard not to smile when Bob lovingly sings the word diarrhea multiple times. Overall, the Bob's Burgers movie is a fun movie. It's short, it's charming, and it's quite funny. If you're a fan of the series, you'll be happy to know that the movie is now on Disney+. And if you're not, but I've piqued your interest, not only is the movie on there, but also all 12 seasons. I give the Bob's Burgers movie a B plus. It's a scorcher out there, so now would be the time to trim off some of that excess hair. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with some updated casting. Sony has officially signed Adam Scott to star alongside Dakota Johnson in the upcoming Madam Web film. He joins a cast that already features Sidney Sweeney, Celeste O'Connor, Isabella Merced, Emma Roberts, and Tahar Rahim, while S.J. Clarkson directs the Spider-Man spinoff that's being written by Karem Sanga. Madam Web revolves around Cassandra Webb, a character traditionally depicted as an elderly blind woman suffering from a chronic neuromuscular disease that hinders her movement and respiratory functions. As a byproduct of her condition, Madam Web remains connected to a life support system that resembles a spider's web. Not without powers of her own, Cassandra is clairvoyant and imbued with precognitive abilities that allow her to see others pass along the web of life. Scream 6 continues to add actors, recently signing Samara Weaving and Tony Revolori, who's recently played Flash Thompson in the Spider-Man movies. You guys didn't get in? Yeah, because we're actually friends with Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I better get going. There's a, a mixer for new admissions and... Sorry, guys. The project is being directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette, while being written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Scream 6 will show us what happens when the four survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter. Shortly after announcing the Super Mario Brothers The Movie, starring Chris Pratt, it was announced recently that Nintendo is on track to acquire Dynamo Pictures, a CG animation company that will become Nintendo Pictures. Once the transformation is complete, the studio plans to adapt more of Nintendo's IPs. However, none of those projects have been revealed. The deal is set for confirmation on October 3rd, and Nintendo has confirmed that the company will change names upon completion. If you're unfamiliar with Dynamo Pictures, they've worked on projects like Ghost in the Shell, Earwig and the Witch, Near Replicant, Mega Man, Death Stranding, and other titles in the Resident Evil franchise. The Super Mario Brothers The Movie is currently set for a 2023 release and will be a CG animated adventure starring many of Nintendo's most iconic characters like Chris Pratt, who's playing Mario, Charlie Day playing Luigi, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Over in the rumor mill, during a chat with Extra, Keanu Reeves was asked about playing a live-action Batman after providing his voice for the upcoming film DC League of Super Pets. Reeves said, quote, It's always been a dream, but Pattinson's got Batman right now, and he's doing awesome, so maybe down the road, maybe when they need an older Batman. If you weren't aware, Reeves previously had the chance to play a live-action Batman in 1995's 
Batman Forever. Reeves turned down the role, but has since expressed regrets about not taking the part. Val Kilmer would eventually secure the role in the Joel Schumacher-directed film. Over in the land of Marvel, Ryan Gosling recently sat down with Josh Horowitz of MTV News and was asked about what he would want to play if he were to enter the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And while it's long been rumored that Ryan Gosling was joining the MCU as Nova, a member of the Nova Corps who developed superhuman abilities, Ryan Gosling denied the Nova rumors before adding that the hero he would really like to play is Ghost Rider. The last time we saw Ghost Rider was in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where that character was played by Gabriel Luna. The actor was set to reprise the role for a Ghost Rider series before that project was scrapped. Fan casting has long been a popular behind-the-scenes process, but Marvel Studios casting director Sarah Finn offered her insight and revealed if fan desires influence any of their decisions. During an appearance on This Week in Marvel podcast, Finn talked about the pressure around fan casting when it comes to the MCU. I think that it affects us just in terms of always, it's not like we already don't show up wanting to do our best every day <laughs> and hoping that we're going to get it right all the time. But I think if anything, it just, we want so badly to make it work, make it fun, make everyone enjoy it and be successful for the fans. So I think it just adds to that sense of pressure, responsibility, and um, passion. Moving to the smaller screen. Amazon Prime has confirmed that they will be making an appearance at this week's San Diego Comic-Con and has already released a bit of a teaser for their upcoming series, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. In the trailer, we catch glimpses of characters like Elsildur, Elendil, Farajan, Queen Regent Muriel, Kemen, and Arian. In addition to the characters, the 152nd trailer also shows us some of the realms that will be showcased, including the Elven Realms, the Dwarven Realms, the Southlands, the Northernmost Wastes, the Sundering Seas, and the Island Kingdom of Numenor. The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power will release worldwide on Friday, September 2nd of 2022, with new episodes dropping weekly. Amazon also revealed the title of their upcoming Boys College spin-off series, which will be titled Gen V. Gen V takes place in America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes that is run by Vought International. It will explore the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. Part college show, part Hunger Games, with all the heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Gen V will star Jazz Sinclair, Patrick Schwarzenegger, Lizzie Broad, Broadway, Chance Perdomo, London Thor, Asia German, Maddie, and Derek Liu, and is being showrun by Boys co-creator Eric Kripke. Meanwhile, at Paramount Plus, TV Line is reporting that Paramount has officially placed a 10-episode order for the upcoming Criminal Minds revival series. Criminal Minds will see the return of Joe Montaigne as David Rossi, Adam Rodriguez as Luke Alves, AJ Cook as Jennifer J.J. Jarreau, Aisha Tyler as Tara Lewis, Paget Brewster as Emily Prentice, and Kirsten Vangsness as Penelope Garcia. Unfortunately, Matthew Gray Goobler, who played Spencer Reed, and Daniel Henney, who played Matt Simmons, both will not be returning. The long-running crime procedural series followed a team of FBI profilers who worked for the Behavioral Analysis Unit and took down a variety of serial killers and criminals each week. The series spawned two spin-offs, Criminal Minds Suspect Behavior and Criminal Minds Beyond Borders, before ending in 2020 after 15 seasons and 324 episodes. Well, Netflix has announced via The Hollywood Reporter a series of actors who have signed on for the upcoming season of Black Mirror. 
The actors set to star in Black Mirror Season 6 include Zazie Beetz, Josh Hartnett, Aaron Paul, Kate Mara, Papa Esidu, Danny Ramirez, Clara Rugard, Auden Thornton, and Anjana Vassan. As of now, no plot details have been released, and it's also unclear who each of the actors will be playing. Over at Disney, it was announced that Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo in Solo, A Star Wars Story... I thought that was going to be way worse. Uh, and... Roughly, when do you think I'll be able to fly again, Commodore? Has joined the cast of Marvel's Ironheart series in what's being described as a key role. It's not currently known who Alden Ehrenreich will be playing in Ironheart, and Marvel declined to comment. Ironheart stars Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since the Iron Man. In addition to Thorne and Alden Ehrenreich, Ironheart will also star Lyric Ross as Riri Williams' best friend, Manny Montana in an unknown role, and Anthony Ramos as a mystery character rumored to be the villain. The series is being helmed by Sam Bailey and Angela Barnes, with Black Panther director Ryan Coogler executive producing. Riri Williams is expected to make her first appearance in the upcoming Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which will hit theaters on November 11th of 2022. This weekend also saw another big win for Johnny Depp in his trial against his ex-wife Amber Heard. According to part of the statement from Judge Penny Azkarate, quote, the defendant does not allege Juror 15's inclusion on the jury prejudiced her in any way. The juror was vetted, sat for the entire jury, deliberated, and reached a verdict. The only evidence before this court that is this juror and all jurors followed their oaths, the court instructions, and orders. This court is bound by the competent decision of the jury. This strikes another blow to Amber Heard's attempt to overturn the pricey defamation ruling against her. With that being said, the judge, however, set the stage for an inevitable formal appeal that is likely coming from Heard's side. What's complicating that appeal, though, is that at a June 24th final judgment hearing, the judge insisted that Heard has to put up an $8.35 million bond in order to start the process, and that's a sum Heard's lawyers say the actress simply does not have at this time. In some heartwarming news, during an interview with the Daily Mail, actor Edward Furlong has revealed that he's put his life back on track and now has a clear head after four years of sobriety. The actor admitted things got out of hand early because he didn't have too many people looking out for him, and he was left to run wild. His addiction started with marijuana and alcohol and escalated to cocaine. Harder drugs soon came into play, with Furlong developing an addiction to heroin and meth. The actor said, quote, I was shooting loads and loads of heroin, meth, smoking DMT all the time. That's the way I was all day. It's amazing I'm still alive. There was a couple of close calls. He then added that he definitely OD'd, but that's the cycle, you know? Once you get in there, it's so hard to see a way out. That's what I'd want people to understand. There is a way out, but it's hard. As a result of Furlong's meth addiction, his teeth began to rot, and he recently replaced them as a move that has given him more self-confidence. Furlong entered rehab in 2018. After four years of being sober, the actor has managed to stay free of drugs and rebuild his life. He now maintains a healthy relationship with his family, and he's starting to work more. Furlong says getting sober was the greatest thing he's ever done, and he looks forward to repairing professional relationships that he ruined while he was high. And finally, we end on the news that the nominations have been unveiled for the 70 fourth Emmy Awards that will take place in 2022, and fan favorites like Euphoria, Ted Lasso, Squid Game, Only Murders in the Building, and more have scored big nods. The nominations were announced by Curb Your Enthusiasm's actor J.B. Smoove and Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Melissa Fumero. They were joined by Television Academy Chairman and CEO Frank Sherma to help reveal the nominations, which saw many buzzworthy shows earning nods. Euphoria scored an outstanding drama series no- nomination, a first for the HBO series, while Zendaya becomes the youngest two-time Emmy actor nominee for her role on the show. Succession was the most recognized series overall with 25 nominations, including Outstanding Drama Series, while The White Lotus was the most acknowledged limited series with 20 nominations. Another show worth noting is Hulu's Only Murders in the Building, which is seen on Disney Plus in Canada, which recently 
picked up season three by the streamer. The show earned an outstanding comedy series nomination, while Steve Martin and Martin Short both earned nominations in the lead actor in a comedy series for their roles. Selena Gomez, who more than holds her own alongside the comedic heavyweights, seemed like a snub as she was not nominated for the lead actress category. Ted Lasso, meanwhile, scored 20 nominations total, matching its record-breaking 2021 run. Squid Game, on the other hand, became the first non-English language show to get a nomination for Outstanding Drama Series and scored an acting nomination for Lee Jung-jae for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Netflix is behind Squid Game and they were behind some other big nominees as well. They also saw Stranger Things and Ozark land Outstanding Drama Series nominations, while Jason Bateman and Laura Linney represent Ozark in the Lead Actor and Actress Drama Series categories. Netflix also saw their Inventing Anna Limited series score in that category, while Julia Garner also received a nomination for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited or Anthology series for her role in Inventing Anna. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, Dad, I don't want to stop your flow, but can you pass the peel off? You know what? That's butter. Butter's better. Butter's better.